You're listening to The Body Bliss Project, the podcast that gives you the tools to overcome disordered eating, handle body image issues, heal from emotional traumas, and explore the pathways to self-discovery and deep self-love. I'm your host, Lindsay Rose, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Body Bliss Project. I am here today with my friend, Lindsay Prophet. I had the honor and privilege of meeting her at the Angie Lee uh, convention, what was it, like a month ago or so. Uh, she ended up sitting behind me and we just sparked up a conversation. It was like this instant connection and we're both in the wellness industry and I'm super fascinated by what she does. So I wanted to bring her on this podcast to kind of share a little bit of her knowledge with you guys around mindset work for weight loss and essential oils, um, both two topics that I'm very fascinated about. So uh, yeah, this is Lindsay. Lindsay, uh, give us a little bit of an intro about you and what you, what you kind of do. Hello, hello. It's so great to be on here with you today. And yeah, I mean, basically I am all about mindset work. I love and use essential oils and I'm also a registered yoga teacher. So I kind of do all the things when it comes to helping my my clients and with coaching. But the biggest thing is being able to really focus on weight loss and um, being healthy and being happy and having self-love for ourselves from a space from our mind and not just looking at it as a physical way of living and being and incorporating yoga and incorporating essential oils into the mix has really been a huge benefit for me in my life and I've seen massive results with my clients. That's so awesome. And you have a personal story around weight loss yourself, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> would you, you want to share with us? Of course. Uh, yeah, I have, um, I'm a chronic yo-yoer. <laughs> um, I've, you know, gained and lost weight multiple times in my life. I'm not blessed with just, you know, being born fit and thin. And so I am on a mission with my, my business project fit. I am on a mission to get us to redefine what it means to be fit. Actually. Um, I think that the typical version of being fit is very limiting. It puts us in a box. It makes us think that we're supposed to work out a certain way and we're supposed to eat a certain way. And then we're going to be fit. And I just don't like that. So with my last name being profit with two F's and two T's, I decided to name my signature program project fit with two F's and two T's. So Um, Basically, what the goal is, is to be completely free to flow, inspire, transform, and thrive in this life, because that's my goal for myself, and I really think that if we can think about being fit in that regard, rather than just being your typical size two, you know, um, you know, rocking your bikini and feeling good about it, I don't think that that um, definition of fit is really helping us, especially as females, actually reach our true potential in regards to our health and wellness goals. So I'm kind of on this mission to redefine what it means to be fit. And um, I realized, you know, this year through losing weight, um, I, gained, I, I was in a skiing accident last year, April of 2017, and I blew out my knee. And so I wasn't allowed to work out. I wasn't able to work out for about a year. And obviously that put a lot of weight on me. So This year uh, has been a journey for me to losing weight again, and it was really a struggle in the beginning um, because it was a lot of, it came from a place of hatred. It came from a place of 
feeling like I needed to fix myself, feeling like a place if I let myself down again, how did I gain 30 more pounds? Um, you know, I said I would never do this again. And being gentle and understanding with myself and realizing that it was completely out of my control. It was something that I couldn't control. I wasn't able to work out. I blew out my knee and I had to give myself patience. I had to give myself compassion and love. And um, after not working out for an entire year, let's be real, I had no motivation yeah. <laughs> to get Gym, right. I, um, I didn't really have that driving force of like, yes, I need to go work out because it had been so long since I had worked out. Um, so I decided to go a little extreme with it. And that's when I decided to become a yoga instructor. I realized that I needed to shift my way of thinking in regards to working out and moving my body. And I wanted to be able to help other people do that too. So I thought yoga would be a really great avenue for me to go down. Mm -hmm. And it was really impressive. In the four weeks of my yoga teacher training, I literally dropped at least 10, maybe 15 pounds. And wow. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you're doing yoga every day, but it was so much more than that. It was such a deeper inner transformation that happened that I feel was my first experience ever seeing the physical weight go away from the mental weight being wow. gone. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah, it was really impressive because, you know, if, you know, you hear all the people say, you're going to, once you do it in your mind, you'll lose the weight physically. And it's like, whatever, you have to physically move your body. And like, yes, I was, but I was also doing so much inner work with my ego and feeling authentic and feeling real with myself and wanting to be my truest version of myself that I tapped so much into that, that I did. I just was like shedding weight. And, and since I didn't really lose much weight in the beginning of this year, honestly. Um, I wasn't in a massive workout routine, but from that yoga teacher training until now, I've lost over 20 pounds, and I still am not in necessarily in like a massive workout routine. So I really am a massive proponent now of really making those mindset shifts to be able to get us and encourage us to actually lose the physical weight as well. Because once you can accept for yourself for what you are, who you are, where you are, I feel like that's when you can actually start to see the traction and you can see the changes happening in your body physically. Mm. And so I'm still, I still have some more weight to lose. Granted, my goal is not a number on the scale. Um, what I like to, you know, focus on for myself and for my clients is the, um, circumference of your waist. So I think this is a lot more realistic of a number to look at in regards to our visceral body fat, especially around our bellies. So the golden rule is to have your around completely measured around your belly button, measure that. And as long as it is less than half, half or less than the um, inches of your height, then you should be Good. You shouldn't be concerned about what you weigh. You, you don't have excess visceral body fat to where your body's having this inflammation and disease that's, you know, being fed. So for me, um, I'm five feet tall. So that means I'm 60 inches tall. Very, very short. <laughs> but, um, it means that my, my circumference around my waist should be 30 inches or below. Um, so right now I'm at 33 inches. I've lost four and a half inches since all of this started, um, since, since July. So I've, I've lost a lot, but I still have a, I still have a ways to go. Um, and I can honestly say that a lot of that, those inches were from a mental release rather than an actual physical release, uh, because it's really hard. I really am still going to admit that I don't have a lot of motivation 
to be in the gym every day and to be working out because it's been so long since I've had that as a regular daily part of my routine. But rather than get on myself about it and make myself feel bad about it, my mantra is just to put one foot in front of the other. And one way that I really feel like I have been able to maintain where I'm at and feel good about where I'm at is my use of essential oils. Um, mentally, emotionally, they're very, very potent, mm. <laughs> strong little babies <laughs> that I use every day that help. I mean, they help in such a massive way that, um, I mean, they're the most powerful form, form of plant medicine you could find. And I really think that for me, um, using my oils every day has helped me gain more confidence. It's helped me feel better about myself mentally and emotionally. And on those days where I'm not really feeling like going and working out or moving my body, I actually get up and move because I smelled some peppermint oil, which is in and of itself invigorating. It gets like a little pick me up. And so you smell that or you rub some of it in my scalp and I immediately have the sensation of like being awake, being ready to go. Um, and I don't just want to sit around and do nothing with that energy. So I'll go for a walk or I'll go do some yoga or maybe I'll actually go and do like a HIIT workout at the gym. It just depends on what I'm feeling like, but I'm not on this massive pressure to myself to lose weight because I feel like you need to look a certain way in order to do something. Like that's just such, it's so wrong for our minds. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I was going to ask you actually, um, I feel like it depends on what your intention is when you're working out too, right? It's like if you're going to the gym because you want to look ripped versus I'm going to the gym because it feels good to move my body and I have this really healthy relationship with my body and I want to do these things. I feel like you get different results, right? Completely. 1000%. And like, I finally got to see what that intention in regards to losing weight for your body and like for the love of your body came from when I went through that yoga training because I mean, yeah, I was moving my body every day, but I mean, it's not like we were doing like <laughs> yeah. intense yoga all day long, right? Like we were doing yoga, but we were doing so much inner work, so much inner transformational work that the intention behind why I was going every day to move my body was to improve myself, my, my well-being inside, right? I, my goal for my yoga teacher training was to get back to my authentic real self because you know, I actually, in high school and growing up, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can cuss on this or not, yeah, yeah. I didn't give a shit about what other people thought of me. And um, I'm actually very grateful for feeling that way because I feel like in high school is when you really care about what people think about you. But I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's just a, a totally different beast there, obviously. But I really, I think growing up there and everyone caring so much about what clothes they were wearing and what car they were driving and like, you know, all the materialistic things of this world. I, I knew that that's not who I am. And so I didn't care about what anybody thought about me. And I am actually very grateful for that. But as I got older and as I went through more of life and more life experiences happened to me and I'm in my twenties now, and it was like, I cared so much. Yeah. about what people thought about me. And I was so afraid to speak my truth. I was so afraid to admit that I had gained weight or lost weight or that I needed to look a certain way and that I needed to be this certain pant size. And it was, it was really hard for me. And it was something I recognized and I didn't understand why all of a sudden I cared so much about what people thought about me. And it's not even strangers, to be honest. And that's what's so weird, right? Like yeah. strangers, I could care less. Like one thing my mom always said to us growing up, and I'm so grateful for this too, is, you know, you're never going to see them again. 
Like, who cares? You know, we'd be embarrassing my mom in the gro- or, or she'd be embarrassing us in the grocery store and she'd be like, you know, mom, stop, stop. She'd be like, we're never going to see any of these people again. Who cares? And it's yeah. like, wait, that's so true. We're not. Like, you're not going to see these people again. But it's like the weird feeling of like everyone from high school and everybody from, you know, my Vegas life and college and stuff like following me on Instagram and seeing what I'm doing. And it's just like, ah, like that imposter syndrome comes into play. Right. And you feel like fraud. You feel like they know who you are, but they really don't know who you are because you don't even talk to any of them anymore. And it's just loop. But again, it goes back to our mindset. Right. It's all in our minds and we create these stories. And it's just so not true. And so I feel like when uh, I was going to yoga teacher training, I really wanted, my goal was to really truly get back to my authentic self, my authentic voice, and be able to feel like I didn't care anymore about what everyone else thought about me because I know what my purpose is on this planet. And I'm grateful that I know what it is because so many people do not. But I've been so afraid to share that message and that passion with everybody because of the opinions of others. So going through yoga teacher training really allowed me to let all that go. And with letting that go, I actually shed physical pounds on my body as well, which instilled more confidence in me too, right? Like it's so funny when we make those mindset shifts, how many other aspects of our life we gain confidence or we gain um, like a new outlook in regards to what we're doing and why we're doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And you that's a great point. Like we're actually emotional energy that's trapped in our bodies actually manifests as physical weight on us. And it's when we can work through the emotional stuff that it kind of allows that stuff to release, to be, to let go, right? 1000%. And I know you just did a podcast about breatharianism and um, breath is huge. So one of the things like literally specific, specifically talking about these emotional, like these they call them emotional energies that get stuck and they literally are stuck into our like muscle tissue. Yeah. So uh, we got to do breath, a breath work session in yoga teacher training, which was amazing. It was my first time ever doing it. And it was really, really intense because it was with like 20 people in the room. Um, and it was great. And I had an amazing emotional release. And that's when I let go of my feelings of uh, feeling inadequate and like, I, every, like you know, like nothing was going to be okay. Um, and I, I, I released all of those feelings. But um, most recently, I actually did a second breathwork ses- session with my business coach and mentor who was my yoga instructor uh, during yoga teacher training. And she is a certified breathwork um, girl. And she did a private session with me. And after this session, Lindsay, I actually had physical soreness in both of my calves and in the back of my right shoulder, like physical pain. Like it felt like I had, like the next day, it felt like I had worked out with weights. Like I had done like a weightlifting session. And I, like I just said, like I am not in like a consistent workout routine right now. So it had probably been at least probably even a week since I had worked out before that session. Yeah. Day I woke up and literally had this physical soreness in certain spots of my body. And it was so specific. It was just in my shoulder, my right shoulder, and then in both of my calves. And I was like, what is going on? Why am I so sore? I was like, whoa. You're like, moving energy. Literally. And, I, and you, when you do breath work, you feel the energies moving through your body and you do feel them releasing from your body. But I had actual physical soreness. That's how deep and ingrained the feelings of, in this last breathwork session, they were feelings of being scared. Because 
as much as I can say like, yeah, not having my authentic voice um, was something that I was missing, but it was really just being afraid, right? It's fear. Fear yeah. is in, holds us back from everything. And for me, part of it is the fear of being successful, to be honest. And that's hard to admit because I feel like that that creeps into my imposter syndrome, right? Like, how can you be afraid of being successful? Because I know my purpose, I know my passion, and I know how much it matters to me and to making this world a better place. So it kind of does scare me to be that successful and to be that seen, right? Yeah. Um, so all these feelings of being scared came up and I let them go. And then I had this overwhelming feeling of peace in my body. And it was really crazy to think that I had been so scared for so long that it was ingrained so deep in my muscle tissues that that had to actually physically get released for me to not feel that anymore. And it was actually the week of, of <laughs> Angie's event. Um, yeah. That Monday is when I did that breathwork session. And so it was actually kind of cool to be able to go to Pace to be Brave. And I really didn't have these feelings of being scared, of being afraid anymore. Yeah. Uh, which was really awesome. Actually, it was really cool to be able to be at that event. And I, it, but I, when she asked us the very first day, I remember the very first day she asked us, what is our biggest fear and what is our intention for the weekend? I had to sit there for a minute, like literally minutes to think about what am I afraid of now? Because I'm not afraid of putting myself out there. I'm not afraid of speaking my, my purpose anymore. Like, what am I really afraid of now? And I realized I was afraid of being hurt. I'm afraid of being hurt by females because I've been hurt by so many females in my life, very close females in my life. Um, like, family females <laughs> um, and pretty much any girlfriend I've ever had has screwed me over in some sort of way. So I think part of me was so afraid of connecting with new females and feeling safe with females. Um, so I made my intention for the weekend to put myself, to literally put myself out there and make some friends. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so that's how I met you. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny because I have such a similar story. Like I've had um, you know, family, like my mom even, and family members too, have created this kind of um, dynamic for me where I can't really trust. I haven't been able to really trust or connect with women. I was always really afraid to. So all of my relationships ended up being super surfacy. There was no depth. There was no authenticity, but I realized it was just me. It was like, these people are reflecting back to me the fact that I am afraid of being authentic. I was afraid of really being seen in these relationships. Um, so that's interesting that you, you also have a similar, similar fear. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been for, to get, be able to get that specific with it, right. To figure that out. If it wouldn't have been for Angie asking that, that question, that very first day, that was like the very first question she asked all of us. And it was, I was like, I'm not afraid. What am I like? What am I afraid of? Yeah. Wait, that's what it is. And then I realized too, like after that whole week, that was the most, I can honestly say that week with that breathwork session. And then I did my first ever <laughs> experience with a spirit medium, a spirit guide, oh, um, cool. which was that Friday night. And then Saturday and Sunday was Andy's event. And I can honestly say that was the most transformative week of my entire life. I had so many realizations, so many things reaffirmed to me about my purpose and my passion and what I'm really supposed to be doing here on this planet for this lifetime. And it was just so amazing. And so like, that's like, I feel like a whole nother different topic for a different yeah. day, but um, it was just, it just reaffirmed that like what I'm doing and where I'm at is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. But it had me realizing kind of that realization that I am so afraid of being hurt by females because it was, it was my mom. And I completely forgot about what she had done to me. And 
unfortunately, um, it's something that is like something you should never, ever have to go through. And then on top of it, your mom and your sister and no one supports you. Nobody believes you. And I realized that, wait a minute, those are like the two most are supposed to be the two most important relationships in my life in regards to being a female. And they were broken for me at a very young age. And I never realized it. Talk about like suppressing emotions. Like I completely never ever ever thought about it like it was something that I suppressed way deep deep down that I never ever ever thought about and it wasn't for that week that I had this realization of like oh my gosh like that is why I'm so afraid and I think that's also too what's been holding me back in my coaching business because I'm trying to attract women to help women lose weight and help women like not like I have my personal thing is like define the age (laughs) define like age really like yeah. I don't believe in age I think it's just a stupid number that they assign to us Same here. but yeah. right <laughs> um, human beings have created this whole idea between behind time and so age is just this number and females unfortunately get so caught up in it and I'm turning 30 literally in a week so oh, yeah. I like am feeling those pressures I definitely am there's societal pressures that totally exist but I don't feel 30. I definitely don't look 30. People think I'm 19 and still in college sometimes. And I'm like, what? Like, hello, I have wrinkles and a lot of gray hair. I have a lot of gray hair too. So (laughs) I have many signs of aging, but through the use of essential oils, especially, and like through the use of my own personal, like mindset and belief behind aging, I'm not aging. And I have every intention to look this great <laughs> when I'm 40 and when I'm 50 and when I'm 60 because I want people to ask me what my secret is I want to be able to share my message of living and eating plant-based like you doing yoga doing the mindset work behind it and this whole idea of us aging and getting older like I'm so excited to turn 30 I am like beyond over the moon excited to turn 30 and people think I'm nuts like literally think I'm crazy and I'm like why every and then and anybody that's enjoying their 30s are totally all for it they're like yeah I can't wait for you in your 30s like you're gonna have so much fun it's such a better such a better decade than your 20s because everyone kind of recites the same thing you really don't give a shit anymore when you're in your 30s because your 20s are done and over with and you're not really figuring out who you are anymore you know who you are and now you're just gonna go and like blaze the trail and be that person right so I just feel like the mindset work and like what I was saying was I'm trying to attract these females to change their mindsets, to get them to, you know, anti-age like principles, to get them to um, lose weight, like through mindset and through intuitive eating and mindfulness. And there's a block. There's this massive block up. I didn't even realize that I had because of what had happened to me with my mom and my sister. And so, and all the female relationships really up through my life up until pretty much about this point. So I just had this massive realization. And now that my mindset has shifted for it and I, and it was through that weekend, like I honestly can say besides you, I made probably a solid four or five connections, which really I feel like isn't that many because there was 500 females there, but also like in the spirit of being authentic and real, like I'm not, I'm not just going to put myself out there. I'm not just going to like be fake and try to meet everybody. Like that's just not who I am. Obviously (laughs) I have these blocks of females, but I did, I made some legit connections that I feel like they're like my best friends for the rest of my life. And like, that's what I said. Like I came home and I told my boyfriend, I met my new best friends. Like literally, it feels like my girlfriend's from college. I like, no matter what, no matter how long it goes between us talking or seeing each other, like we are friends for life. And I know that I can count on them. I know that they're there for me. Um, And it's like the same thing in regards to the girls that I met at Pays to be Brave. And it's because I finally was able to recognize that that has been a crucial 
part of my journey of being able to really grow and be successful, we have to understand where our minds are at and where they've been for the last 20, 30 years to really understand where we want to go, right? Yeah. We don't let go of some of the stuff that's been defining us up until this point. We're never going to be able to reach those next levels because it's dragging us down. Yeah. And it will keep showing up in your life too, to remind you that you're not dealing with it. One thousand <laughs> percent. <laughs> until you're like, okay, fine. I finally get this. Let's deal with this. One hundred percent. That's so, yeah. so, so true. And I realized that a lot over the last year and it, it's a it's mindset though, right? Like when the bad things happen, I use it as a sign that I am on my right path. There are so many people that have shit hit the fan or they decide to make this big life decision in the pursuit of their dreams. And then like their house burns down or for me, like I blow my knee out or like my cat dies. Like seriously, I've had so many things happen to me over the last year that it's just like, not today, Satan. I'm going to keep going. Like, this is me on the right path. And like, you're just trying to throw me off. But so many people look at the opposite way and they're like, oh man, that's a sign. I'm not supposed to be doing this. No, it's a sign you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like you are supposed to keep going forward. You are supposed to do this, but you have to have it in your mind first. You have to believe it for yourself to be true first before you're ever going to actually accomplish it in real life. Right. 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 Because you're never going to take the necessary steps towards something if you don't fully, truly believe that it's possible for you. No, not at all. It all starts inside of your belief. And like, if you're being told by other people, it's not possible. Like you got to cut those people out. And like, I'm a huge advocate and it's messed up to say this, but I'm a huge advocate of cutting out family members, cutting out friends. You're, why are you friends with someone that, because you've been friends with them since you were two, because your parents were friends, but you hate that person. You can't stand being the same room as that person. Then why? Or do you call that person your best friend? Well, our parents are best friends. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. sorry, I don't have time to waste on that. Yeah. But then, like, I am the oldest, and I'm the only one in my family that does not live in Las Vegas. My whole entire family still lives there. And so I'm the only one that kind of, like, flew the coop. And we all left for college, but ended up going back there. And, like, I did. I left. And they try to give me guilt for it. They try to make me feel bad about it. But I know that I am meant for so much more than the life that I had in Las Vegas. So I'm out there doing that. I'm out here there spreading my wings and having new experiences. And, you know, even my mom, like you, Denver's never really been good to you. Like since you've been in Denver, like it's just not really been good. There's just been like one thing after another. And it's like, you look at it that way, but I absolutely love it here. I don't care if I haven't made my hundreds of thousands of dollars yet. I don't care that I don't have a lot of friends. I don't care about any of that because I'm in such a great space mentally and emotionally. And I love where I live and I love the state and I love the couple of friends that I do have here because I know that I am making a massive impact and I am giving permission even to my own sisters to leave, right? Like leave your hometown. Like don't stay there forever. I feel like you got to go out and you got to explore and you got to figure out who you are. And you're not going to do that living next to your parents your entire life yeah. or in the same school with your same friends, you know, like in the same little like pod. Can't not, grow. No, it's yeah. physically impossible to grow. And it's physically impossible too, I think, to figure out who you are as a person because you have all of this environmental influence of your entire life putting, putting pressure on you that is ultimately forcing you to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And people usually, um, you know, they'll try to hold us back from doing things that they don't believe they can possibly do for themselves. And so there's this interesting thing there where they try to keep you safe because they're like, well, that, that can't work because it can't work for me. So it's not going to work for her. And there's, yeah. So there's that interesting uh, perspective too. Yeah, I, no, totally. 
I'm just like you. I, I am from Florida. I grew up in Florida. I was there till I was 23 and I got married and moved out to California. Um, and then within a couple of years of being out here, I got divorced and my mom was like, well, just come home. You know, it's comfortable here. It's safe here. You know, you know, the neighborhood. I'm like, no, no, because I'm not going back there to fall back into my old patterns, my old routines. Like, this is where I need to be. This is where I'm going to make the biggest impact with what I want to do and my purpose and all of that. And, you know, oftentimes people that are afraid will try to keep everybody else small because they don't feel so bad about not making any moves themselves. Yes, that is so true and so huge. That's one thing that is massive in my in my world. I am all about flipping that mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror because so many people are willing to project onto you what they think is best for you and what they think is um, like the best really, right? Like, But it's their opinion of you and it's what they think. And you know deep down inside if you do the inner work and you dig deep, you know who you are as a person. You know what you want to accomplish in this life. And it's hard, I think, too, for especially our parent generations to understand this whole like entrepreneurship life <laughs> like cool. I quit corporate world in January and um first thing my dad said was well I'll just have to pray that you find another job and I'm like no dad like there's no other job for me <laughs> I worked in corporate world for 15 years okay it's not for me I don't, I'm not supposed to work for other people. And I think that's ultimately why I got, I did, got my degree in entrepreneurship. I know I told you this. Um, I graduated with my degree in entrepreneurship and I feel like that was like a massive sign to me of like, you're not supposed, you're never going to work for anybody else and like be happy and be successful. Like it's not ingrained in, in me. I'm too, I'm too type A. I'm too much of like an, in, an innate, like natural born leader. I am, I'm too opinionated. Are you Leo? <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too talkative. I'm a Scorpio. My okay. next <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Um, but I'm like, you know, I'm a very like strong willed, strong minded person. So it's like telling me what to do, telling me that, that I need to be at work by nine. It's not going to happen. Like yeah, I'm the I really, same way. <laughs> I'm the worst. Like they get so upset with me and I'm like, I try, I really do try to, I, you have to understand. I try to get here by nine. doesn't happen. I yeah. get usually, bet but I'm not any later than like nine fifteen. but like some days, yeah, I don't get there till nine fifteen. Like it is what it is. And I just like, this isn't working out for me, but it's funny. Like when, yeah, when I quit, my dad's like, well, I just have to pray for another job. And I'm like, don't know dad. Like I'm my job. Like I am the one doing this for myself. And then my mom though is like, well, you have to be running out of money. Like, do you want to move home? Maybe you should just move home to launch your business. Like, you know, then you, you'll be able to live rent free and like, it'll be easy. You've got friends here. Like it'll be so much easier for you. And it's like, that's the point. Easy. Yeah. Everyone wants everything to be so easy, but like, what is the point of doing things if they're easy? It's the like, scarcity mentality, right? 1000%. You know, I actually got mad at my mom um, and told her, I'm like, you are pushing your scarcity mindset on me. And I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about money with you because like I do, I have a lot of money blocks and I have a scarcity mindset because of my parents and because of the way that I was raised. And it's just so funny because my granddad, he's an he was an entrepreneur, self-made millionaire. But then my parents like just followed the path of like doing their same job for like basically their entire life. And, um, like living for us, like completely provided us the best life we could ever have, but definitely had money issues and still do have money issues. And so I've had these massive money blocks. And I think that's part of too, why one of my, my things of being scared of is being successful is because to me, it was kind of like, Oh, well, you got to work really hard. You got to do this. you got to sacrifice, you know? And it's like, wait a minute, my granddad did it. And like, if he can do it, like I can 1000% do it. Like yeah. 
I became an entrepreneur because I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. I know that I'm supposed to help other people. I know that I'm not supposed to have this linear career path. Like, it's just not in my personality either. Like, I am so spontaneous, adventurous. Like, I like fly by the seam of my pants. I'm not really a big planner, which is also kind of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You need to be a planner and you do need to be organized to have a successful business. Um, that's something I'm really starting to realize this year. But if I wouldn't have taken the chance, and if I wouldn't have quit my job at the beginning of this year, I would have never learned all the things that I learned this year, right? I wouldn't have understood what it really meant to dive deep and to dig deep and figure out what it is that, that I really want to do and what my inner voice is telling me to do, right? Um, I would have listened to my parents and gotten to another job. Who knows? Maybe I would have, I would have never moved back to Vegas, let's be real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but who knows? I was getting that, all that pressure because they think that's what's best for me. And I understand it does come from a place of love in their minds, but I do think part of it does come from a place of control and from, like you said, a place of inadequacy because if they aren't able to do it for themselves, they don't want to see you doing it because you're a direct mirror to them and they're going to see you doing it and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, like you're just reaffirming to them all the things that they aren't doing, right? Yeah. Yep. I lost a lot of friends here when I, when I first moved to Denver, we had a good group of friends here and I lost a bunch of them because, um, I realized they didn't want to hear what I had to say. Like they want to be out partying. They want to be out drinking. They want to be out in the scene of brunch every weekend. And I'm over here sitting how like, I'm going to go sober for 2019. Like, like literally like those are the things I'm thinking about. Like those are the things I'm talking about how like alcohol is not good for us. Like yeah. I don't want to be doing this every weekend. Like something's got to give and they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear about how bad that is for you because that's all they're doing every day. Right. They don't want to flip that mirror and look at it for themselves. Right. So you're just a walking mirror to people that are not willing to do it. But I, what I really love about it is I, and what my intention is, is to give people, to give you the permission to be yourself, right? Like flip the script in your mind. I see that all the time. Flip the script in your mind. Because if, if I'm intimidating you by doing all of what's making me happy and what's making good and the world a gooder, a better, a better place, and you know, I then, you have something that it's in your mindset that's backwards, right? Yeah. I should be empowering you and inspiring you to transform your life and so that you can thrive, like that is part of my, my, my tenets of my business. I want to give you the permission to do that. I want to give you the permission to be you, to do that's, you. That's the thing. Like when, you, when you said that too, it, it made me think like when someone sees something in you and they, it sparks jealousy, it's because their soul genuinely is driven to want to be a part of that, but their ego tends to get in the way, right? 100%. Yes. Our ego, oh, the dreaded ego. The dreaded ego. God, we could talk for hours about the ego. I have realized um, after doing a lot of, you know, in yoga teacher training, it is about shedding a lot of your ego. But um, I've done a lot of research too recently seeing that like we need our ego. If we didn't have our ego, we wouldn't have passions. We wouldn't have desires. We wouldn't have this driven mentality to actually get shit done. Right. So we do need our ego. And I've always been anti-ego, anti-ego, get rid of your ego, get rid of your ego. But there is a healthy space for it. We do actually need our ego, which has been kind of hard for me to admit lately. Um, but in doing some research, literally in the, like the last month, like it's been such a new thing for me and a new concept for me. But realistically and like that's for people like you and I who have done a lot of the inner work right we still have to like accept that we have an ego recognize when it's healthy and when it's taking over but I think for the mass amount of 
people, especially Americans, need to reduce their ego. They need to do some internet work and they need to shed the ego because they are completely living their lives for the completely wrong reasons, right? Either you're, you're doing it for fame or power or you're doing it just because that's what you're told to do and your ego is fulfilled because you are going to your nine to five and you're bringing home your paycheck and you're taking care of your kids and you think that that's what life's all about. And I'm sorry, but that's not all life's about, right? Um, it's so much more. We are born so unique and so talented and so capable of doing everything that is in our minds and in our hearts, everything that's possible. But we're told from such a young age that we're supposed to be on this path and that's what's going to bring us happiness. And it's just not true. Right. It's not. Like, right. How many people are super happy in their nine to five jobs? Like no one. We Nobody were at, I know. What, how many people were raising their hands telling Angie that they quit their full time? I, I mean, I was one of them. I mean, yeah. I wasn't with Angie, but I, I just knew this was always something I wasn't going to do. But yeah, like I, I could have raised my hand and said too, like, yeah, I quit my job this year. Because yeah. I did. I quit corporate life. And I'm not going to go back, right? I'm not going to give in and go back. Um, because it's not for me. Yeah. It's just not for me. It's not, it's not what lights my soul on fire. And I fully comprehend the fact that we get one life, one life on this planet that we have to live it to the fullest. And in living it to the fullest, we have to do our due diligence in sharing our true talent, our true passion, our true uniqueness with this world. Because if we don't do that, not only are we doing ourselves a disservice, but we're doing the whole entire world a massive disservice. And I think that's been the biggest shift, shift for me in the last six months of this year in regards to being more authentic, being more real, putting myself out there more um, through social media. Because that was one thing too, like I was super anti-social media for a really long time. Like I didn't want to share anything personal on social media. I was like, because that whole corporate life actually idea, like, oh, I don't want my boss to see that I was doing this or yeah. whatever, right? It's so, so stupid mm -hmm. that we're not living our lives and being true to ourselves because we're so afraid of the opinions of others. And I think that once we can get into our minds that no matter what we do, good, bad, and ugly, someone's always going to have an opinion. Someone's always going to ask you a question and have input into your life, whether it's good or it's bad. So we have to understand that. We have to accept that. And we just got to let it go and move on from it. We can't perseverate on it and worry about that because there's always going to be someone with an opinion, right? Yeah. Always. And this is where like full self-acceptance is so important because if you really truly love yourself and have full acceptance for who you are and what you are, the opinions of others don't really matter because you understand that they're really just a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Yes. Not you, right? Yes. It's all about them. And that's the thing. It's like, that's what I always say to my clients. It all, everything begins and ends in our minds. It does. And it's all for us, right? It's all about us. And this isn't coming from like a selfish space or a conceited space, but everything begins and ends in our minds. So if we are having these feelings, like you said, of, of jealousy or inadequacy, it's something within us that is being triggered. It's nothing that has to do with the other person. It's completely something about us. And most likely it's some BS story that we've told ourselves because of the way that we were raised in the environment that we've grown up in. And that's what we think is true about ourselves. And it's just not that way, right? Yeah. Like it's not. It's, we get to create whatever story we want for ourselves, but like I said, it all begins and ends in our minds. So what we believe in our minds to be true is what's going to actualize into reality. And if we believe that we're just some inadequate loser that's supposed to work a nine to five and like go and get married and have kids and like that's what we're supposed to do and that's like our due diligence or civil service, like yeah. 
such a, it's such a lie. And, you know, the government and like the powers that be don't want you to think anything differently, right? They don't want you to do inner work. They don't want you to actually dig deep and figure out who you are. They don't want you to question the status quo because then they're not going to have anybody to work for them. Right. Exactly. It's all about money. Yeah. It really is. And like money, yes, can bring happiness in regards to like actually being able to make true change in the world. Because like for me, like with my money blocks, say, um, one thing I've been trying to focus on is what I will do with all of the millions of dollars that I have. Right. And I'm in that space of being super abundant and super authentic with myself and super real and making millions of dollars. How am I going to use that money? What am I going to do with it? And one of the big things for me is giving investing into clean running water in countries and villages and societies that still don't have clean running water because it's really insane that in 2018 there are still so many people that don't have access to clean drinking water it's like that's something that like I focus on I write about I visualize I manifest about and for me it allows me to actually have a purpose a bigger why as to why I'm doing what I'm doing right Mm -hmm. It's all in my mind though. Like I'm thinking about that money. I'm thinking about how I'm going to use it. And so then it's coming back to me in such an abundant way and in such a fulfilling way that it doesn't make me feel bad about becoming a millionaire. Right. And like, that's one thing I heard, like money's a magnifier. I forget who says it, but money's a magnifier. So whoever you are right now without money is just who you're going to be with money. It's going to magnify the traits of you that you already have. So if you're a very kind, loving, generous, giving person, then that's what you're going to go and do with it, right? But if you are the opposite of that and you are seriously chasing money because you think it's going to bring you happiness and because now you get to have a boat and a car and 50 houses, like you're going to run out of things to buy. So if your why for being successful doesn't have to, doesn't involve helping others, then your why isn't big enough and it's not sustainable. Yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> I want to go back to that uh, we were talking about before um, with the anti-aging kind of stuff because I've always been a firm believer that I'm not going to age. And people always ask me all the time, like, you must be like 23 or 24. I'm like, no, 33. <laughs> and I've always believed, I'm like, this is just a, a construct that someone created that I don't choose to believe in my reality. I choose that I'm not going to age. Or if I am going to age, it's just going to be gracefully. It's going to be easy and whatever. So what? we'll go back to the essential oils too, because I'm really interested in how what type of oils you use or you incorporate for your clients when you're working with anti-aging stuff in the body? So um, one of the big things, so I, I, I use doTERRA because doTERRA is the most pure form of essential oil and products you're honestly ever going to find in the essential oil world. And it's because they, they genuinely care and they know how important it is to have completely pure oils. Um, the And it's not just the plant, it's also through the distillation process. So they're making sure that the distillers, the farmers, the whole entire process from beginning to end is completely pure. And there's no chemical constituents being um, created during the distillation process. Like there's no, nothing being added to any, any single bottle of oil. So I feel completely safe ingesting them because they are completely safe to ingest. It's just a super potent form of the plant, right? Or the seed or the stem or whatever it might be that they're trying to get the therapeutic benefits from. And so they're super concentrated. And, um, one thing that they did do was they created a vitamin line and, They have three different vitamins that they 
in basically it's called lifelong vitality and they named it this because that's the whole point they want us to have lifelong vitality and there's three different types of um basically vitamin that you're taking every day one is a typical like your your vitamin complex right like you're getting your micronutrients the second one is the cellular complex so this is basically the essential oil complex that they're giving us to keep our health our cells healthy and well and strong and then they also have an omega so they have a vegan omega and then they have just a regular omega with like fish oils and stuff and this is a complete perfect balance of the omegas so i take those every single day and i started religiously taking them this year and i can honestly say that i think that has been a massive massive improvement in regards to my skin um because I'll get some typical breakouts, you know, like before my period. Um, and it was pretty like normal and regular, like for me to do that. But this year it's been almost non-existent and like the breakouts are so minimal. Sometimes they don't even turn into whiteheads. They're just like a red dot and they go away. Um, and I just feel like that has really like revitalized me from the inside out. Cause it really is. It's like you're, it really starts in the inside and is comes out in regards to our food, mindset, all of it, right? It's all yep. from the inside out. Um, so that is one thing that I am a huge proponent of and I really do think has made a massive difference in my skin and just its like vitality and its youth. But more specifically, I have been using two different blends that they have actually pre-made for us. One of them is called Immortel and it's the actual anti-aging um, oil complex. And then the other one is called HD clear. And that one's meant more for like breakouts and stuff. But every single day for this entire year, <laughs> I have been putting the oils directly on after the shower. So I feel like you have to maybe just test out on yourself to make sure that you aren't super sensitive because they are completely pure oils. Granted, they're mixed blend and they're completely safe to use, but depending on your skin, you might have a little bit of irritation. You might want to dilute it down with some fractionated coconut oil. But basically, I right after the shower, right after cleansing my face, I will put the Immortel directly in between my eyebrows, across my forehead, next to my eyes, and around my smile lines. And then I'll use the HD Clear, the complexion one, on my chin, because that's usually where I'll get breakouts. And I have been able to reduce, I have two dominant lines in my forehead. One line is completely gone. And I have a pretty, I'm a very expressive person. <laughs> you can always <laughs> tell what I'm feeling on my face. I talk with my eyebrows. So I'm very expressive and I have a pretty intense line in between my eyebrows. And that one's not totally gone, but it has reduced so much. It's really kind of crazy. And um, while I was working in corporate world, the last two years, I was working in like a call center and like I always had my hand on my chin and like just dirty environment, right? I honestly, I don't want to say I had chronic acne, but like I was broken out all the time, like all the time on my chin. Like I would get some on my cheeks. Like I had breakouts all the time, girl. And because of that, like a lot of scarring and from using these oils and, um, I prefer to use 100% pure skincare line. Um, because I am a total ingredient freak and I've been using them for a really long time. And so even though I'm a part of doTERRA and I'm a massive advocate for the oils, I don't use their skincare line. I do use 100% pure skincare line. But um, with that and the oils, like I have almost zero scarring on my face. Okay. And that's been actually the really cool thing about it because yeah, the, the fine lines and the wrinkles and stuff, like we're going to get that as we age. But if we can reduce the, like the dark circles and we can reduce 
the blemish marks from having pimples and breakouts, I think that's where the real win comes from. And a big part of that though, is taking care of yourself from the inside out. I mean, obviously tons of water, um, like mindful eating and stuff too, like eating all the plants. I do eat a plant-based diet, but I really truly think that taking the vitamins every day and using those two oils, mainly those two oils. Um, oh wait, Annie, I forgot the third oil that I use on my face. <laughs> so what I do with the uh, 100% Pure, I use their moisturizer, I use their skincare. So after I put the oils on my face, I actually have my own beauty spray that I made with essential oils beauty water and witch hazel that I'll spray on my face right after I put the oils on and then I let that dry and then I'll use my moisturizer from 100% pure and I'll add a drop of our yarrow palm which is a brand new um, like nutritive duo they came up with which is really cool so it's yarrow essential oil mixed with pomegranate seed oil and I'm sure you know but there's like massive 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 anti-aging effects when it comes to pomegranate seed and a pomegranate seed oil so they sourced us a really pure pomegranate seed oil and they combine these two together for the first time ever they've never done anything like this in regards to creating a blend and I just started using that on my face because I released it in September so I just started using that on my face in September but all throughout the year I was using blue tansy in my lotion and both blue tansy and yarrow they actually are completely blue in color because they're completely pure and when they're distilled the chamazoline in the oil or in the flowers comes out super strong and it makes the oil blue so that's how you know you're getting like I look like a smirk when I first put on my friends are like is this are you sure this is gonna go away I'm like yeah I promise it's gonna seep into your skin but it's just gonna be blue for a few minutes um, <laughs> It's fun though, actually, but that the, the chamazoline is actually what is the anti-aging properties of the oil. So I was using blue tansy all year and then I start, just started using the yarrow palm and I can honestly say, I don't know if I'm going to go back to the blue tansy because the yarrow palm is incredible. It is Feeling so it. healing. It's so amazing. Like I cannot say enough about the yarrow palm and especially like in Denver, it's becoming winter time. My skin's getting really dry and I can literally just put it straight on. And the next day my skin is back to being moist and hydrated and super healthy and happy again. So I'm a massive advocate for, and that's just my, my routine. What the one really cool thing about essential oils, uh, it's just a chemical constituent and our bodies are chemically made up, right? So what's going to work for me might not necessarily work for you. It's kind of like a fun little science experiment you get to do on yourself. But what's really cool about it is um, it's never, you're never going to overdose. You're never, it's never going to be toxic to you. So long as you're using completely pure oils, right? The essential oil industry isn't regulated by the FDA. So it's actually kind of scary. You can label a bottle as organic, 100% pure therapeutic grade. And it doesn't have to be any of that because they're not going to get in trouble because the FDA is not regulating the industry. So that's why it was also really important for me to partner with doTERRA because they are so transparent and they are so, um, pure in everything that they're using that I know that there's nothing inside that bottle except for the oil itself. So I know it's completely safe to use on my skin, putting it inside, like I'll do drops under my tongue, depending on what oil it is. Like it's just so safe and so effective. And that's, what's cool too, is you see the results so fast. Yeah. Like I wish I would have taken more pictures of my face before, but people in my regular life are like, yeah, girl, like what happened to that line? And I'm like, I know it's gone. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know a, lo a whole lot about essential oils. I just started kind of learning about them, but it's, I mean, it makes total sense. It's, it's, it's just energy, right? We're all energy. And when it's coming straight from a plant, like that's a natural source 
of all of these amazing nutrients to go right into our skin, it seems like, why not, you know? Right. And that's the thing, like our skin, like for healing emotionally, mentally, like when I, um, so actually a really crazy story about essential oil super quick and like mindset and your, I was kind of telling you before we started talking that essential oils are going to work even if you don't want them to work. And that's what's really kind of cool because it's on a cellular level, right? These are the cells basically from the plant, they're oil. So we're putting them into our bodies or on our bodies and they are allowing them to match with our cells and make them happy, right? So, or like improve them, their functionality, whatever it might be. So after my knee surgery, uh, I couldn't walk for 10 days, which was obviously very like mentally intense. Uh, for the first time I ever understood what it actually meant to be depressed because um, I couldn't walk, <laughs> right? Like for a very active person, for an athlete, I was like, but I can't walk. Like, and I, so I mentally, and then also I was thinking about it too, our serotonin and our dopamine, we feel it in our brain, but it's actually created in our guts. So if you're just sitting and you can't move your body for 10 entire days, think about all that dopamine and serotonin that's just sitting there. It's not getting moved around my body at all. So of course I'm feeling depressed. Of course I'm feeling down. Like on a chemical level, I'm not having any dopamine or serotonin in my brain because it's just sitting in my gut because I'm not able to move. So reflecting back I was able to like really actually like understand the science behind why I was actually feeling depressed too not just because of the surgery and the come down of it but anyways it was like right before I was going back to work um one morning I was literally like walking out the door and I just grabbed so the doTERRA mix blends like this, this, those two blends for the face um and they're like really master blenders so one of the blends though they have is this blend called forgive and for some reason, like I didn't even think twice, but like I was drawn to forgive. I grabbed forgive. I rolled it on my neck and like was literally getting ready to walk out the door. And I'm not kidding, Lindsay, the waterworks just came flooding out of my eyes. And I was like, hey, a minute, like I got so emotional. Like I literally had this massive emotional release. And I was like, I wasn't thinking about it. Like I literally, I wasn't thinking about my knee. I wasn't thinking about being depressed. I was literally getting ready to walk out the door to go to work. And I just had this like, ugh. and that was my first real experience of using essential oil and me not consciously like wanting it to do much of anything besides, okay, let's put some forgive on. Like I know I need to like forgive myself and be patient with myself and be compassionate with myself during this recovery. Right. Yeah. And I just, I did, I had this massive cry session right before work. And it, the only thing I did was put forgive on. It was so crazy, but so awesome in so many ways. And so it's like, yeah, even if you don't want the essential oils to work on a cellular level, they're working. Yeah. And so that's why I'm a massive advocate for just getting them into your lives. And that's why what's really cool about the vitamin line, like taking the vitamins every day, it's really super easy and simple to get everything taken care of on a macro and micronutrient level in regards to your oils and your actual nutrients that you need for your, your vitamins and your minerals. But you're getting essential oils in it with you and, or in it when you're taking it too. And so they're going to be inside you and those are going to help with your gut. And like another thing too, like I, I mean, maybe like weight loss has kind of been a part of it. People have said that they've used doTERRA's vitamins and they have dropped weight. Um, it's going to work for different for everybody, depending on what your body needs, right? I really, truly believe in that. But one really cool thing I feel like from taking the vitamins too, I've noticed is the, my digestive system is completely 
180. And I've never necessarily, I mean, I've had digestive issues, like in regards to like just a very sensitive stomach. I was born colicky. So I was born lactose intolerant and I was lactose intolerant in high school for a while and like through college. So, you know, I've had like some stomach issues in that regard, but I've always been very regular. I've never, ever, ever had constipation, thank God. And this is like actually really scary. I started doing some research into it. And I guess the average American only poops two to three times a week. And I know we weren't like going to talk about this, but oh, go for yeah. it. So we're going to talk about <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah. But for real, the average American only poops, poops two to three times a week. Okay, Crazy. Lindsay, we're supposed to be pooping two to three times a day, and yeah. like I do. Not pooping. <laughs> I mean, I didn't used to poop two to three times a day. I regularly poop every morning, though, no matter what. Like really, for real. Ever since I started taking DoTerra's vitamins regularly, I poop multiple times a day multiple times a day and I remember growing up too like I would always have to go to the bathroom after I would eat and like the science and the research shows that yeah it's it's, it's literally like it's actual phenomenon that you actually have to go to the bathroom after you eat a meal and it's everyone's like oh yeah I just pooped out the food I ate like no, no you didn't <laughs> but your body is making room for the food that you just consumed so now you're going to release what you have already in there built up and I remember all the time like growing up I was like this is so weird I always had to go to the bathroom after I eat not really realizing what was actually happening but in my adult life I wasn't pooping like that anymore yeah. but now that I've been regularly taking these vitamins I can honestly say like I have healthy stools multiple times a day and like I do I feel more vibrant I feel more alive like I just feel like my body on the inside is being taken care of on such a massive level and what's really cool too like let's be real I still indulge like I said I'm, I'm, I'm planning to go sober for 2019 and not drink um and see how it makes me feel and what it does for my body and like I want to do that with you I'm excited for it I'm a little nervous to be honest because it's yeah. just, Alcohol is just such a, a big part of our society. And it's like, yes. I love my wine. I do. I don't crave it. I don't like, I'm not the type of person that comes home and like pours myself a, a glass of wine, but socially I totally indulge. I totally drink. Um, but I do notice that when I do it, I make poor decisions with eating. Cause you low vibe, like your right. vibe is lowered. Yeah. It's a depressant. And that's what I keep explaining to people. Like alcohol is a depressant. It's a legal depressant. And people think it's like, oh, fine and dandy. And in our society, especially as a millennial, like it's just everywhere, right? Like, oh yeah. Like you go to a concert, you have some beers, you know, like all the things. And so it's going to be definitely a, a shift. It's going to be a different norm, but I really want to do it because I do. I want to see what it does for my clarity, for my mindset. Um, I want to just see what it does for my body too. So I'm excited to do that. And I, I'm going to kick it off in 2019 because I do know that through this holiday season, I want to be able to celebrate a little bit with my friends and my family just during 30 and like, you know, like having some like wine and stuff with Thanksgiving, but, and Christmas and whatnot. But yeah, I think I'm going to do that for 2019. But the, the main thing is I've noticed that when I am regularly taking my vitamins and I go out for a night on the town, I wake up the next day and before I would take my vitamins, I would be gross right like totally like running like gross like not full healthy stools every single time no matter what if I go out and drink the next morning since I've been regularly on these vitamins I completely poop normal healthy yeah. stools and it's really cool because it's allowing our bodies to some of the complexes that they have in the vitamins actually allow for our bodies to digest the shit we're not supposed to be eating, like the processed food or the fried food or the extra fats or carbohydrates or the extra oils or whatever it might be that we're consuming that we know that our bodies aren't happy with us eating. It allows it to just be completely like, oh yeah, here's your regular poop in the morning. And I'm just like, that was the biggest thing. It was such a like, I was like, wait a minute, 
I'm not like sick this morning and I drank so much last night and I ate like fries and like yeah. all the fried food and I don't feel sick. Like what is going on? And I realized has to be these vitamins. It's the only thing I've done differently. Yeah. So I really do. And I'm, I'm a massive, massive advocate for, for healing ourselves from the inside out. Um, I think that not just with our mindsets, but with our food, with the, you know, the, and what's really cool too, I just have to say this. I never, ever, 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 ever took vitamins, Lindsay. I didn't believe in vitamins. I really didn't because I'm a plant-based eater and which is, I don't know, it goes both ways, but being a plant-based eater, I feel like I get all my micronutrients. I feel like I get enough of what I'm supposed to be getting. Granted, I don't, none of us do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Uh, it's just a fact, but I never, ever, ever took vitamins because I, I am an ingredient freak. I have been an ingredient freak since I was like, I don't know, in high school, literally since I was 18 is when I turned vegan. And so I feel like that's what kind of like started me becoming a little bit more aware of the toxins and the the chemicals and the pesticides and all that stuff. So I've been like literally an ingredient freak for a really, really, really long time. And so vitamins are like the vitamins you're going to find out in regular life. None of them are as pure as they say they are. And everyone always talks about how their pee is green or yellow, like neon yellow. That's because you're having a synthetic vitamin. That's not even yeah. a pure vitamin. That's a synthetic vitamin. Your pee is not supposed to be a brighter color when you're taking vitamins. That's because you're taking a synthetic man-made man lab made vitamin, right? Oh, so good to know. Yeah. And so I just started taking doTERRAs knowing how transparent they are, knowing how pure they are with their oils. And I can honestly say that it's the only vitamin I believe in. It's the only vitamin I'll take. And, um, I've been able to see clients massively change their like skin. People have had amazing, 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 like results with their skin, like acne, like, but it is, it's our gut flora, whatever yeah. is if you're taking care of your gut, whatever inflammation your body has outwardly is going to go away, whether it's losing weight, whether it's your hair loss, whether it's your acne, whatever it might be, if you're going to give your gut the proper flora and give it the good microbiome that it needs, then whatever the outward inflammation is, it's going to reduce. Like that's just a, a fact about inflammation. Yeah, true. And also if you're not getting enough micronutrients, often your body will continue to signal to you that it's hungry. And you keep eating food to try to fulfill this hunger, um, thinking that you're hungry when really your body just needs vitamins and nutrients. So, 100%. Like, and yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I have a hard time with all these like macro nutrient coaches. Like, you need your macros, like, count your macros. You get enough macros, like you really do. It's your micronutrients that you need to talk about, and it's fiber. I'm a massive, massive, massive advocate for fiber because you don't need to eat more like keto. You don't need to eat more fat. <laughs> you right. need to eat more fiber. Like you don't need to eat less carbs. You need to eat more fiber. If you're eating more fiber, you're going to be way more regular. You're not going to be having these constipation, only pooping every couple of days. Like that's just such a foreign thing for me to even comprehend, Lindsay. Like I could never understand going multiple days without going to the bathroom. Like, right. Not just it's like, it sounds so insane and it sounds so unhealthy. It but sounds you like you want your vessel to be running and operating functionally so that when you do have a night out and you go out drinking or you do eat something that maybe isn't good for you, it's going to be able to process it a lot quicker. It's when we, when we have all this stuff built up, all these toxins that are built up in our body, eventually it's going to be like, uh, you know, fuck you. I'm not running anymore. Like, that's it. You're, you're done. And it's like, you think about it, would you rather be going through life in a Kia or in a Ferrari? It's up to you. Like, how do you want to feel? You know, because that's what this is. It's taking you from point A to point B. That's the whole point of your body is so that you can experience life and do things 
But if you're overweight or you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to be really difficult to go to a theme park with your family and feel comfortable walking around for the day or to be, you know, go on a hike with your dog and not feel like crap because your body's sluggish, you don't have energy. So it's really like, I totally agree with you. It comes from the inside out. And when you take care of that, the rest of it just sort of falls into place. 100%. And like, too, you have to have the mindset behind it. You have to understand your why, right? You have to understand like the mindset of, for me is, and I talk about this, you know, with my clients and on my Instagram and stuff and social media, but like our cells are in a constant state of survival for us. Like our cells make up our body, right? And 24 seven, 365 inside on a microscopic level, our cells are doing everything they possibly can to survive. And if you don't understand that, I feel like you're not going to make good, healthy choices or decisions in your life. But once you understand that, wait a minute, all these little cells inside of me are fighting for me. They're fighting for me to live right now. Yeah. Like everything's on autopilot. I breathe on autopilot. My heart beats on autopilot. My blood moves on autopilot. But if you have stuff that's stuck and stagnant and building up in there, your cells are having to work even harder to stay alive, even harder to keep you alive. Yeah. And on top of that, like not only are they trying to survive 367, but or 365, but they're trying to get to a space of a, a state of homeostasis, which is equilibrium. So when we think about it that way, when you actually think and you think about the inside and that self-love and that self-care, right? And from the inside out, what is our body really trying to do? It's not only trying to survive for us, it's trying to get to balance. It's trying to get to equilibrium. It's trying to get to a space of optimal health and wellness. And I feel like if you don't have that mindset key, none of it, none of the rest of it matters. You're right. not going to eat right. You're not going to work out. You're not going to quit your job. You're not going to figure out who you want to be. You're not going to get out of that toxic relationship. You're not going to tell your parents how you really feel. Like you're not going to do any of it because you don't really care because your mindset is not bought in to all the other things around it. You know? Uh, yeah, no, that takes it full circle from our the beginning of our conversation too. It's like, what's your intention in doing anything? If you think about it from that perspective, like, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? Oh, because I want to feel better. Okay. And that drives your action when you have like that mindset component figured out too. Yeah, that's really big. That's one thing that I ask my clients all the time, my friends in life, myself, ask why. Yeah. Why way more. And you're going to start having way more answers to the questions that you think you don't know the answers to, but we know all the answers inside of us. We have everything that we need. Like I said, to accomplish all of our dreams, everything our heart desires, we have the capabilities of doing it right here, right now. We don't need any more schooling. We don't need any more courses. We don't need any more friends or family members to tell us we're capable. We have it all inside of us all the time, but it's a matter of being able, it's a matter of relearning it and re-knowing it. And best way to do that is to be able to dig deep and figure it out. And the only way you do that is by asking why, why am I eating the way that I'm eating? Why am I friends with this person? Why am I in this job? Why, why, why? And the start asking why, and you're going to have, you're going to get answers you don't really want, but you're going to yeah. be able to understand and get deeper to the true root of the issue, which is figuring out who you are and what you are meant to do on this planet in this life at yeah. this time. Yeah. It's like, you know, I ask myself too, like, what needs am I trying to meet by doing something I don't want to do? You know, like, why am I doing this? Really? You know? And then when you can kind of answer that question for yourself, it gives you a lot of clarity. Um, and I think, you know, going back to the health and making sure that your body is running optimally, that's how you get your insight and your clarity 
too. It's like if you're feeling sluggish and your body is not running well, then your head's going to be foggy and you're not going to really get some clear guidance from your from yourself if you're not taking care of yourself. Yes, it all it all is so connected, but it yeah. really all does go back to mindset. And, you know, as I've been trying to niche down my business and as I've been trying to figure out, like, who am I really trying to target? I just keep coming back to mindset. I just keep coming back to the idea behind everything begins and ends in our minds. Yeah. And we have to treat ourselves, especially our minds, well. It's like a, it's like a garden, right? You have to feed it. You have to water it. You have to take care of it. Or it's Pull the weeds. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's, so it's like, we have to, we have to be conscious about what we're doing and what we're putting in our minds and what are surrounding ourselves with. And when you start asking why you're doing things that you're doing, you're going to start to create those boundaries that allow you to figure out who you really are and what you really want to allow in that is going to up level you. That's going to allow you to become the highest version of your, yourself, right? Yep. That's the ultimate goal. Let's be the highest versions of ourselves and then watch poverty in the world disappears, right? Like hunger in the world disappears. Clean water and water is for everyone. Like all that goes away. Like all of those issues, the war, all of the negativity of the world can truly go away once we get to that space. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad I met you. I feel like we're like soul sisters from like the same <laughs> universe planet out there somewhere. <laughs> no, I know. It was like, I don't know. I sat behind you and I was like, well, I actually sat down. Remember, I went and sat in that other seat. And then I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be able to see there. So then I like came back and like I sat behind you. And I just like, I don't know, I felt called to sit behind you. It was like really what was happening there. Because yeah. I wanted to sit there and then I didn't. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to go sit there. So I did. And then I'm like, I guess I'm going to like say something to her. And then of course, and you are too, the very first person that I met. <laughs> like, oh, the very that's awesome. person that I met. And you're like, I'm like, I'm Lindsay. And you're like, I'm Lindsay. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're supposed to be friends then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm so glad that we were able to come together because I mean, just like you, my mission is just to get this out there for people to understand how powerful they really are and how uh, they can absolutely make a shift at any time in their lives towards health and wellness and feeling better and they don't have to feel stuck. And you know, that's, that's been my purpose and my mission is to help women as well get to that. So I'm really, I'm so excited that we were able to collaborate and, uh, I think we're going to do some amazing stuff together outside oh, of this. We are, we are 100%. Yeah. This will not be the only, <laughs> no, <laughs> or the only thing that we do together. No. Yeah, for sure. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and, and all of this. And I'm really excited to share this with everybody and get their feedback. I know, me too. I can't wait to hear what everybody seems, what everybody says, and what they think of it. And I really can't wait to enjoy this journey with you, Lindsay. I'm very grateful yeah. to know you, and I'm very grateful that I feel like a lot of people. Um, I don't know if it's just the name Lindsay, but people get really weird about how you spell your name and like, oh, this, that, and like kind of a little bit possessive about it. But I honestly have had Lindsay's in my life forever because Lindsay's a very popular name, right? But yeah. I can honestly say, in my twenties. I have not had a single friend or even met anyone named Lindsay. And this past year, just this year alone, since I've decided that I'm going to blaze my trail and I'm going to be me and I'm going to own my life, I have probably met 10 Lindsays, two of which, one is you, and the other one is my business coach, who I am like, like friends with. Like, these are my like soul sisters. Yeah. And for me, in this whole mindset thing, right, I flip it and, and I'm not like, 
oh, there's so many Lindsay's. For me, it reinforces me and my name and who I am and that I am Lindsay Prophet and I am supposed to make a difference. I'm meeting all these Lindsay's as that mirror to re-show me. Lindsay, 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 Lindsay. You yeah. are Lindsay. You are supposed to go out there and make a name for yourself. Who cares about all the other Lindsay's? All yeah. these other Lindsay's around you are just supporting you and becoming the Lindsay you're supposed to be. Yes. And so I 100% am like, bring in all the Lindsay's because <laughs> we are meant to change the world. <laughs> Lindsay's unite seriously like I'm all about it now if you're listening to this podcast and your name is Lindsay tag us on your Instagram and just be like yeah Lindsay's unite we're awesome you're trying to make a yeah. Lindsay movement Lindsay try we don't yeah. care how you spell it we don't care yeah no judgment we love all Lindsay's <laughs> oh this is so great girl I'm looking forward to to next time I know. Me too. I'll chat with you soon. You have a good day. All right. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Body Bliss Project. Stay tuned for more episodes on how to truly love your body.